So I'm the youngest of six kids. My mum had six. Your I- mum... <laughs> Is a, a very psycho. special <laughs> no, she's lady. An no, she's an woman. amazing she's woman. She's an amazing woman. I'm exhausted from two, let alone six. But she had six kids. Oh I know. And now, so now that you've experienced childbirth and being a mum, like, do you not just think she's crazier than ever? I always thought she I was crazier. I kind of get it at the like, same well, time, but like. I know. Like, how could you not want to just keep having Aww. babies? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Talking in Common, a podcast of all things lifestyle, family, motherhood, relationships, kids, and culture. This is not a how-to, but an insight into the lives of ourselves and others and how we all manage to get by. So take a listen and let's find out what we all have in common. Hello and welcome back to Talking in Common. I am Kate and I am joined by my co-host, Sophie. Hello. Hello. And we're back. We're, feels good to be back, babe. It feels seriously good. Even though every time this microphone gets put in front of my face, I'm like, oh, I'm scared. I'm nervous. <laughs> bit, bit nervous in front of the mic. Yeah, I'm just not used to it, but God, I love it. I know. It's great. I love just being able to get together and have chats about different topics and things that we are both passionate about and kind of being able to share our views and our experiences on different things. It's always really lovely. Great document for later in life too, right? Absolutely. When we're old and batty and can't remember anything, we'll be like, let's listen to our old podcast. When we are old and batty because I feel like this whole 2020 and this whole motherhood thing has already sent me um, old and batty. You look pretty fresh, actually. Oh, thank you. It's my at-home studio lighting. Oh, you look beautiful, babe. Do you have a, is there a, <laughs> ring, a ring light going on there? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the next step. All right, let's get into it. So let's. today we're going to talk about the really, really early stages of having a brand new baby, which is still pretty relevant to you, so mm. as well as some of the anxieties that can come along with it, which is something that you and I have talked a lot about. So I'm really looking forward to delving deeper into that, you know, because it is this thing of, is anyone really ever ready for a baby? So we will also talk about that. Um, and then I really want to hone in on and discuss the transition from pre to post baby. Huge topic. We always are talking about this, aren't we? It is a huge topic and there is just mm. so much to talk about and so much to explore. Mm, and I'm agreed. I'm also really keen to chat to you about what it was like being in lockdown at the beginning of 2020 with your brand new beautiful baby girl. So I think we should just delve in deep today. Oh, we should. Let's talk about what we've got in common. Oh. Okay. Anything? <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like we always have something in common. Actually, I know. I know. Okay. So how about our impromptu dinner party last weekend? Oh, my right? God. Yes. So, yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. This still blows my mind, actually. It was so fun. So we did say that we were going to have a little drink over FaceTime because let's face it. What else, what else do you do? What else do we do on a Saturday night? Mm-hmm. And the best part about it is like I was literally in my pajamas. So that was Yeah, same. I think I was in my robe. (laughs) We did plan on having some cocktails together, but then all of a sudden your doorbell rang and off you went. Thanks to you. (laughs) He said we're getting, well, for the cocktails, yes, I did send you cocktails, but once we were, you know, mid-cocktail drinking, you're like, hang on a second, we've just got to get the door. And you came back and you're like, oh, our dinner's here, we're getting takeaway. And then five minutes later I was like, I've just got to get the door, we're getting takeaway. 
yes, cool, whatever. What are you guys having? Hang on, Saturday night. Look, it's not that unusual for people to have takeaway and no news Yeah, here. no judgment, by the way, guys. <laughs> but we literally ordered the exact same, same takeaway. Takeaway. Restaurant. And they literally must have dropped to your house and then to my house because we received it within five minutes of each other. Yeah, I'm quite sure that they were on the same delivery run, which just makes it even better. But we were both like, bullshit, I can't believe it. Oh, my God. But when I reflect and think about it now, like, it's not that strange because we talk about things that are good and that we like and that we share all the time. So I did have a moment of like, did we plan this? Did we talk about this? Was this pre-planned? Because it actually wasn't. So we didn't just stay on the phone for a drink. We all ate dinner together. We all got Mm. relatively, um, let's say, tipsy. Over FaceTime and it's probably the best night I've had in a long time, to be honest. The best part about it was that it really was impromptu. Like Kate and I have this group message going on with our partners and the boys just clog up the feed with a whole lot of bullshit most of the time. But it's pretty (laughs) funny. We all have a good laugh. And in the afternoon, we just started throwing around a few texts, you know, let's have a Zoom drink tonight after the kids go to bed. In for a while. And And then next minute. Yeah, the first ding-dong at the door was surprise cocktails delivered by yours truly. And then sure enough, we've ordered the same takeaway. Classic. Anyway, so that I guess is what we have in common this week. Moving on because we had a ball with our impromptu dinner party, but um, we've got much more important things to talk about today. Yeah, so one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about was getting old (laughs) and how we've aged so much since having babies. Okay, we? Yes, okay. Look, you can say you that. Like we definitely I, have. But I totally roped you into that with me. Babe, me. I am two babies deep. Like I have aged. Mm, I have I definitely aged in all different parts of my body, I might add. You're like a spring chick. I don't know how. Babe. I don't know how you do it. Let's be real. You're like you just got gracefully. some good genes. <laughs> yeah. And be honest about it. So how much Botox have you had this week? I've, excuse me, I've never had Botox in my life. I am actually I'm mortified. Joking. I'd be too scared to have it. You don't like the thought I of injections so. in your face? Me neither. I don't think, no. do you know what, I'm not anti it. Like I'm all for it. Do whatever mm. you need to do to make you feel good. And you know what, right now the thought of having a needle in my face freaks me out. But it's not yeah. to say in like a week's time I won't be on board, let's just say. Never you say know, never. Never say never. I'm all about trying new things. Yeah. But, you know, I have been thinking a lot lately about, you know, different supplements and things that you can mm. kind of, I guess, implement into your diet, things that you can take to improve your skin, your hair, your nails, your wrinkles, because I have a lot of wrinkles since having babies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here we are. Let's talk about collagen because we've been talking about it recently and we've spoken about it a lot before in the past as well. Yep. But we've sort of been speaking about it more recently because I went off all of the supplements that I was taking when I was pregnant and I'm sort of at a stage now where I'm ready to get back into them. And we were talking about collagen the other day and whether it should or shouldn't be a supplement in your diet. And for anyone listening that doesn't know a whole heap about collagen, it's basically like a structural protein that forms the connective tissue throughout your body. So from from your skin and your bones to your muscles, and it actually makes up 80% of our skin. Wow. And as we age, the production of collagen reduces. So it makes sense to, at some point, step in and... Um, Boost. I do take it daily. Yeah. Which okay. we have obviously been speaking about. For me, I really do feel that it makes a difference. I notice a difference in my 
the appearance of my skin, my hair, my mm. nails. So I am all for it. Well, so am I. Yeah. But I think it's like a long-term game. You know what I mean? It's like it's not something that you can just take one night and wake up the next morning no, and no, be no. like, oh, my you have God, to, you I'm glowing. You literally need it's to take collagen. it for months to notice a difference. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that's what it is. Like how else is my skin going to look any better? Yeah, and yeah. especially like with my hair, my hair is thicker, my hair grows quicker. So I'm going to mm. put it down to the collagen because I'm not sure what else it would be. I'm not mm. pregnant and pregnancy usually makes, well, for me, it made my hair really thick and luscious. Did you have that? Well, my hair's really thick anyway, so I didn't, it's not like I noticed a huge difference. Um, but my sister-in-law had an amazing like transformation with how sort of thick and lush her hair got during pregnancy and then stayed like that after pregnancy, which was amazing. I lost yeah. hair, which I think is common again. I don't know. I lost so much hair after having babies. Mm, but collagen's got it common. back on track, I think. So anyway, I'm in the market for a new one. It's time to get back on board with my supplements. I love taking um, like medicinal mushrooms as supplements too. They give you yep. like an amazing boost of energy and I sort of cut it all out when I was pregnant. So I think it's time to get back on board. But, you know, we've been talking about collagen in particular lately. So I thought it was worth sort of sharing our experience with that so far. Let's move on and talk about early motherhood. So mm. you have very much kind of just come out of that period or in, in some ways I think you're probably still in it. Your beautiful baby girl, honey, she's not one yet. So you are still in yeah. the early, early stages of being a mum. Most definitely. I think by labelling that topic, we're sort of meaning like newborn yeah. motherhood, early motherhood by newborns. But yes, I am most definitely still in the early stages of my motherhood journey. No doubt about that. And for you, your uh, introduction to motherhood, not long after you gave birth, we all ended up in this hectic time, which has been coronavirus. So mm. you had this brand new baby, you sort of came home, had a couple of, well, not even a couple of months. How long did you have? Mm. Yeah, it was a couple of Maybe months. A couple she of months, was born yeah. late January and it was sort of around March that we really started to experience the effects of it. So yeah, it was a couple of months. So how did you kind of find that time sort of being stuck at home? Yeah, it was interesting because, you know, Honey's my first child. I didn't exactly have another experience to compare it to. What I did know was that there would be a lot of days at home nurturing and feeding your baby yeah. anyway. And there was most definitely a lot of that, a lot more of that yeah. than I was expecting. But we did have a couple of months in the beginning to at least have all of our family and friends meet her and, uh, you know, everything was somewhat still normal. You know, we were allowed the transition into the COVID lockdown was going to bring. So, I mean, we sort of felt like we're in the same boat with everyone else in that sense. But I have to say, like, there was some sort of blessings in that timing for us yeah. as well because, like I said, you spend so much time at home nurturing your little newborn baby and it kind of was just like the perfect excuse for us not to have to clear our calendar for any other reason except that everyone in the world was clearing their calendars. <laughs> and you just got to focus on, I guess, transitioning into becoming your own little family with your partner Aiden and Honey. Mm, and But um, I guess at the same time you didn't really get to kind of share this brand new love that you had for your mm, baby with your family and friends. So, you know, that's tough as well. But I'm sure mm, you had some beautiful times. 
there's been ups and downs, of course, you know, like for everyone in the early days of it, we sort of just kept reminding ourselves how thankful we are, grateful we are of everything that we've got and that the time that we've been blessed with to have at home with our baby all together as a family, which is just so rare. Like in no circumstances that ever happened that you both get time off at home to be with your baby for a long period of time. And I mean, Aiden has been working through most of the time, but he did have a couple of months off between jobs. And, you know, now when we reflect on that, it's like it was hard at the time because the uncertainty and the unknown, but at the same time, we're like, how amazing that we had that time. Yeah. Just trying to really live in that moment, I guess, which mm. you guys did a lot, but more on the on the newborn side of it. Let's talk about mm. that because I love talking about this stuff with you. So mm. let's get back to when you had honey, those first few days, those first few weeks of having a newborn, because oh, often, God, often, the thought of it often we, you know, we get to a stage where we're like, I want to have a baby. I don't know if that happened with you, but it's like something clicks and you're like, I'm ready to have a baby. It doesn't happen to everyone, but I've had lots of discussions with different girlfriends who have said, oh, no, I'm not really ready. I don't want to have a baby yet. And then all of a sudden it's like, bam, I want a baby. Mm. So you're Mm. excited. Mm. And then the baby comes and it's like, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh (laughs) my God. I I have a baby. I can't believe you didn't tell me how hard this was. Like I felt like I was out of the loop a little bit, like in those first few weeks I'm talking about too, or like, you know, even just in the first week, this huge slap in the face, this is it, this is your reality, there's no changing it and it's so hard, you're so exhausted, you're so confused, emotional, all of the feels. Yeah, it's like a roller coaster and you have, I feel like there's those real intense moments of, happiness and just this incredible love but then there's those moments those real moments of just sadness that you can't explain or Mm. moments of real moments of vulnerability or real moments of just not knowing what to do and not knowing what the hell you've gotten yourself into and can be really challenging I guess to navigate through those different emotions Mm. because it's almost like an out-of-body experience. Mm, It is it really is a roller coaster. I find it hard now like to even remember. And this is what my mum always said. So I'm the youngest of six kids. My mum had six. Your like, mum <laughs> is a, a very psycho. special no, she's lady. An amazing no, she's woman. an amazing she's woman. She's an amazing woman. I'm exhausted from but she two, had six kids. Six. Oh I know. And now, so now that you've experienced childbirth and being a mum, like, do you not just think she's crazier than ever? I always thought she I was crazier. I kind of get it at the like, same Whoa. time, but like. I know. Like, how could you not want to just keep having oh. babies? <laughs> <laughs> they're so oh. cute. Lucky I get my so three-year-old little babies. Mine are a bit old. Well, they're not that old. Two yeah. and four, but still they're. Yeah, Lulu's I mean, still a little baby. She's like a full, full-blown, full like full steam ahead wild toddler but that's another episode another topic so let's stay on newborn so I mean having a newborn baby is one thing and the experience is really unique to the individual and anyone having a baby anytime soon that's listening to this you know choose to tune out if you wish but from the moment that you take the baby home it is really hard it's difficult it's more difficult than I realized Um, and I felt like I was quite a capable 
person in that sort of realm at the time. I've looked after lots of children. I come from a big family. I've had nieces and nephews and I've been around babies. And, you know, clearly my mum's very maternal and I felt like I was naturally quite maternal too. So I sort of felt like quite comfortable with it. I was like, I think I'm going to be quite capable at doing this. And then the reality of it is that it is just extremely challenging and emotional and it's it's just quite unexpected but what I really discovered and like what you and I talk about a lot is this sort of transition period yeah and like not just the transition of going from not being a mother to being a mother yeah but you know sort of almost like that grieving of your past life before children, preparing yourself for, you know, the biggest, newest chapter of your life of being a mother or a parent and also just allowing yourself that time to go through that roller coaster of emotions that your body is naturally producing, um, you know, all these hormones for you to deal with. When you're really in it, it's like you don't have time to do that because you have this tiny baby who needs you for every single thing. Like they're so reliant mm. on you. And I guess it's this feeling of you want your baby so close at all times, but it's almost like mm. at the same time you're like craving your own physical and emotional space from your baby. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, so like you, you kind of want a piece of, of uh, I guess like not your past or not what you used to have, but just of yourself. Like you want to give yourself of that yourself. time. But exactly, this baby really needs you and, um, mm. you know, you're so fixated on that. And I think what, I think what you were saying just before is, you know, a lot of us don't really focus on ourselves and how we're feeling, how the mum's feeling. It's all about the brand new baby. And I think Mm. the transition that you go through is probably one of the biggest things that us as, as women, when we have babies, that we'll ever go through in our entire lives. And I think you and I have been talking a lot about this lately and, and we did some research and there's actually a scientific name for it called matrescence. I came across this TED Talk that described it in a so somewhat good, that understandable we'll way. Yeah, we'll share it for sure. And I think you're right, it is quite like a modern and perhaps scientific term for it because I think there's a lot of cultures that really do emphasise the care and nurturing of the mother in that postpartum period yeah. and probably more spiritual practices as well that acknowledge this phase. The right of passage, our culture, I think it can be called as well. But in our culture and today's society, it's just not really recognised or acknowledged and Of course, I'd never thought of it before I experienced it. But now that I experienced it, I can really understand how important it is to recognize and acknowledge that time that a female goes through. And I think the word matrescence is a very similar word to adolescence. And adolescence is a period of time in our life that is really recognized. That's a major transition and a major change. It makes all make sense. Like, and that's very sort of commonly known and commonly talked about. You know, and the one thing is is all mothers go through it yeah every single one of us goes through it and we go through so many changes physically mentally it's mind-blowing do you find that you know now that we have you and I have done a little bit of research and we have spoken about this a lot obviously Mm. you're still in that first year of motherhood now that you know that this is kind of a real thing 
Do you mm. find it easier to understand of kind of what you've been going through? Yeah, I find it so complex and different every single day yeah. because there's something to learn. It's like what they say, you know, when a baby's born, so too is a mother. And it's so true. I'm still transitioning into becoming yeah. a mother, I think, and I'm still learning so much about myself as a mum mm. and still figuring it all out. And I think mm. when you compare it to adolescence or puberty, you know, that takes years and yeah. it's like acceptable that if you make mistakes during that time or, you know, if you're not yourself during that time, it's like accepted that it's because you're transitioning in your life. And it's like, hello. <laughs> it's, it's a <laughs> massive thing. you know what thing. we've just it's, been through? It's, yeah, it's a massive thing. Mm, um, mm. So it's so important to nurture the mother, nurture yourself and be aware of what's going on. And it's easy to say now that we're on the other side of it. I... Mm. I kind of was slightly more aware of it the second time around, but the first time Mm. around, definitely not. It's hard work. So Mm. I think you're right. Like if I do it again and have another child, then I know the experience will be completely different because I almost know what to expect in a way. Oh, no, you Um, don't. No, yeah, that's what everyone no, says you do. about. The, Sorry, you do, but just in, just more in terms of like for me personally, not so much for the no, baby, of course, yeah, or the child. Hundred percent, you'll be in a completely different headspace. I was just joking. I was more referring to like you have your first baby and you're like, oh, I've got this. Like, I know what she mm. likes. I know what to do now. And then mm. you have a second one, and they're like. Chalk and cheese. Different. Is that a word? So Chalk and cheese. That. That's so cool. Is that so darling? That's not a word. Okay, cool. <laughs> They're like, but it's a saying. Yeah. <laughs> not, sorry, not a word. <laughs> Is that a saying? Chalk and cheese. Yes, great. Yes. Amazing. Opposites. Kicking goals here. Um, <laughs> they're, complete, <laughs> they're complete opposites. Like my two girls could not be any different. different. More different. Which, you yeah. know, they're different human beings. Why wouldn't they be? <laughs> oh, God. Motherhood, hey? I'm Mm. so glad we're on this journey together. It's amazing. And Mm. it's so funny because I had, I think I had babies, well, my first baby, like, uh, you know, a little bit before my closest kind of group of girlfriends started having babies, probably actually Mm. quite a bit before. Like, it's quite hard to understand, I think, when you don't have a baby, what it's really, really like. So it's more to just, you know, it's not just about being tired or everything that you take on when you're a mum. It just never stops 24 hours a day because you're constantly thinking about is the baby okay? Is the baby hungry? Mm. Have I done the right things? Am I being a good mum? You know, that mum guilt, which is a real thing. It's this constant dialogue. And it's not to discredit people that don't have babies like at all. No. But it's a ride. It's a fun ride. Mm. Mm. And I'm glad we're on this journey together. (laughs) Yeah, me too now. I was a little late to the game compared to you, but. I'm definitely glad that we're in it together now too. So you're going to get into sharing is caring. Okay. Can you share something fun and exciting, something new that you've found because you are a hunter and gatherer of, you know, beautiful but practical things. So I'm Mm -hmm. always intrigued to hear what you have found and what you have to talk about. So come on, hit me up. All right, so this one's good because like we were talking about earlier about collagen boosters and feeling young again. Yep. I found this beautiful brand and it's called Mukti Organics yep. and I'm particularly interested in sharing this today because they have a collagen booster supplement that looks really good. And also, you know, I love just looking at brands that are not only local, you know, Australian owned and made, but also this brand uses a lot of indigenous Australian ingredients and extracts in their products. So that sort of takes it another step further. Yep. All of their products, I believe, are certified organic and 
the branding's lovely and so branding beautiful. is everything. Branding is seriously everything, <laughs> isn't it? I am um, I love on their website, which I think you and I were discussing the other week, that you can go on and they will give you examples of a skincare regime or a daily ritual that you can kind of partake in but they're not just promoting their products which is so good it kind of gives you the tools or the tips to implement a skincare regime yeah I love that I love that they share that because to be honest I think you asked me recently has my skincare routine sort of you know up the ante a little bit since we've been at home in lockdown but in fact I kind of got really lazy with it and I just it's hard when you're not in a routine isn't it like well that's right usually for me it's such a routine like get up, get ready for the day, get yep. out the door. But because I haven't been having to like rush out the door, I just sort of lost my way with it a little bit. But that kind of got me back on track. You know, I asked you, were you really on top of um, your skincare routine during this year when we were stuck in lockdown? I went through phases of being like obsessed by it, like morning and night to them being like, oh, mm. I cannot be bothered, like literally wiping my face, mm. putting my serum, my moisturizer on. That's it. I kind of go up and down with so my skincare, but in, I mean, it, I'm, it? I'm really into it at the moment and I do mm, feel, I can tell. and I notice the difference <laughs> when I do do it, but I mean, come on, like this year's been hectic. Yeah. I'm particularly interested in organic skincare because yep. there's so many harmful ingredients found in everyday skincare and cosmetics and personal care products. Seriously, and you can't even understand. We just don't know about sometimes yeah. what some of the ingredients are because there's just so many ingredients. Uh, I know in who knows brands. what those words mean on the ingredients list on the back of a package. But also, the beauty industry isn't regulated like the food industry is, yep. for example. So there's a lot of ingredients that sort of slip through in a lot of everyday products that it can be really harmful. Yeah. Absolutely. So it makes it difficult. The other cool thing, lastly, I wanted to mention about this um, brand or these products is that they use this biophotonic, I think they call it, biophotonic violet glass for their packaging. Yeah. And that's meant to protect their formulas sort of by filtering out harmful rays of light. And it's apparently the most optimal form of packaging that's currently available. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, I'm going to try it. I think you've sold it to me. <laughs> I sold it to you. Yeah. That's the aim Do you know of what? the game, baby. I, um, I was having a little bit of a look. I mean, not that they're sponsoring us or <laughs> no, anything. No, they're definitely not. But I was having a little bit of a look when you said that you were going to talk about them. And I have heard mm. about Mukti Organics before, but I've never mm. tried their products. And they look like they do some beautiful things. Mm. I was obsessed I guess, well, yes, during pregnancy, but more so um, in the early stages of motherhood with using face oils. Like I just loved it. I felt like they really, they made me feel so good. My my skin was always so dry. I was exhausted. I was tired. You know, Mm. you're not getting enough sleep and I could not get enough of face oil. And they look like they Mm. do some beautiful ones. So the fact that they're obviously pregnancy friendly because they're all Mm. natural and organic and also the fact that, um, they're probably breastfeeding friendly is a is a positive. So mm. I could not agree more about the oil on your skin after <sighs> so childbirth. Good. Oh my god, that feeling of just like having a shower, putting on all your creams and oils, washing your hair, putting <laughs> some fresh out clothes at the same on. Time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you make it through the through those th- you know three to four steps, but seriously, like I've never felt so good in my life. Just achieving a little that. bit of self care, hey, goes yeah. a long way. I even did that literally after I gave birth too. Like I yes. had a little sort of toiletry bag and clothes set out just for that time, and I and I used 
oil, I use cleanser, like everything, like still in the birthing suite. Yeah. Oh, and I just felt like a new person after. Well, you were. Mother had just been born, <laughs> my darling. That's <laughs> quite right. Oh, my God. Like self-care goes a long way, just the smallest mm. little gestures that you do for yourself and especially in that, you know, that newborn period, those early stages of motherhood. I agree completely. So before we finish up, I want to ask you, how would you mm. describe the newborn phase in four words if you had to do that? Well, you do have to do that because I'm asking you to do it. Oh, that's so hard. Put me on the spot. Um, okay, it's definitely challenging. Mm-hmm. Challenging in many more ways than one. Emotional. Oh, so yes. emotional. Biggest emotional roller coaster I've ever been on my life. I feel like I want to say like wholehearted or something like that because yeah. I've never put my whole heart body mind is so much into one experience ever in my life so definitely you know it's definitely a very wholehearted experience and I think maybe lastly just love hmm. you know a little newborn baby brings Pure so love. much love with them yeah I love that yeah. you just said love <laughs> I love that you <laughs> love beautiful. that what about you can I put you back on the spot oh, how would hot. you describe it Okay, well, I would definitely agree with you that it is highly emotional. It is mm. an emotional roller coaster and beautiful, amazing, lovely emotions as well as really hard emotions mm. at the same time. I would say the newborn phase is messy. Mm. Did you find oh that? God. Leaking boobs. Yes. <laughs> I, had, spew, I had really spewy spew. babies, so mm. a lot of spew. <laughs> so messy, beautiful, just so many many moments of just beautiful, pure, authentic Mm. love and joy and Mm. just really, really intense, very intense in a good and a bad way but so intense. Mm. Oh, my God, I'm feeling a bit goosebumpy just hearing you and talking. Are you ready for another baby? (gasps) Oh, stop. Oh, my God, stop. (laughs) One day, maybe one day. (laughs) Well, you're a beautiful mama. You are doing an amazing job, an absolutely amazing oh, job. Your beautiful you, baby girl is just divine, as is her mummy. Oh, I'm a big fan of her mummy and I'm a big fan. <laughs> I love her with all of my – as much love as I have for you. Yeah, thank you. Likewise. Right back at you. Go the girl gang. <laughs> That's it for today. Make sure you head to incommonprojects.com.au for the show notes. Hit subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Talking In Common. And as always, thanks for listening.